This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 21st of July. Juzzy boy, Aussie billionaire Hamish Douglas, mm-hmm. who co-founded one of Australia's largest funds management business, Magellan. He reckons the Bitcoin bubble is going to burst Ooh. and all crypto will crash to zero. Sounds like someone who doesn't have any Bitcoin, Brett. <laughs> On the flip side, great news for Aussie homeowners affected by COVID lockdowns. Mm-hmm. The big banks are once again offering home loan deferrals and reduced payments to customers that are facing hardship. That's good news, Justin. Mm -hmm. Three really positive stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Afterpay is launching a new banking app and it's got its eyes on Gen Z and millennial women. We all saw this coming, Brett. What is the go here? Okay, so Afterpay, aka the buy now, pay later giant, boasts more than 3 million Aussie users Mm -hmm. and now they're launching a new banking app. The app will be called, wait for it, Money. Oh no. (laughs) The creativity is astounding. (laughs) Like when a kid calls their new teddy bear, bear. Now, as part of its prep to get its new money app off the ground, Afterpay got an Australian financial services license. Which means it can offer deposit products. AKA savings accounts. And it can also offer debit cards. And Brett, Afterpay's targeting the biggest and most engaged of their customer segments, millennial and Gen Z women. So what is the key learning here? Win the hearts of your biggest customers and try to increase their value over time. Afterpay specializes in its simplicity. Pay in four. But now, Afterpay wants to leverage its relationship with its biggest fans Mm -hmm. to drive a stake into the banking industry. Afterpay is hoping that its transaction accounts on the new app will help drive its customers to spend more time and money on its core buy now, pay later app too. Think savings and bills and shopping and down the track, even things like investments and super. And Brett, if someone wants to make a money move, Afterpay wants to be part of it. For our second story, CNN is launching a new streaming service and wait for the big name, Justin, it's CNN Plus. (laughs) I feel like everyone's just adding a plus now. Paramount Plus, Disney Plus. Yep. Clearly the buzzword of the last 12 months. Yeah. What is happening here? Okay, so CNN, the global news provider you probably know is your parents' favourite channel. Home to the likes of all the journalists you've never heard of, like <laughs> Anderson Cooper, Wolf Blitzer, and Christine Amanpour. <laughs> now, CNN is taking the leap into the streaming world. But it's not going to be regular news on demand, Brett. Nope. Users who pay a subscription for CNN Plus, they're going to get access to around 8 to 12 hours of exclusive content. What this all actually means, Flux fam, is that it's going to be kind of like Netflix, but for documentaries and news. So what's the key learning here? The pay TV slash cable industry has woken up around 20 years too late. Woken up to what? (laughs) They've realised that they need to have a direct relationship with us consumers. You see, in the past, a popular pay TV channel like CNN, they'd earn revenue from advertisers or a pay TV provider like Foxtel. And you, the consumer, would pay Foxtel directly. In other words, CNN has no direct relationship with you. But recently, Justin, companies like CNN have realised uh, oh crap, we don't own the customer relationship here. And that's crazy. And it's kind of risky. So CNN's tried to make their direct-to-consumer strategy work, but it kind of hasn't worked so far. They've had CNN Go and CNN Pipeline, which uh, both failed. But this time, CNN is taking no prisoners. Yep, CNN is going to invest a ton of resources. I'm talking 450 journalists to have a bigger and wider reach than any of its competitors. Mm. For our third and final story, Toyota, the Japanese car giant and major Olympic sponsor is now refusing to run Olympic Games related TV ads just days before the big event. Not what the Olympics needed right now, (laughs) Justin. Tell me more. Well, some background, Brett. Toyota is a massive sponsor of the Tokyo 2021 Olympics. We're talking $1 billion of sponsorship over eight years. But instead of going full speed ahead on running their traditional advertising around the Olympics, they're actually pumping the brakes. Why is that though? Well, firstly, spectators have been banned from attending the Olympic Games. Yes, it's fair to say Tokyo 
is currently in a state of emergency. And it's kind of been difficult for anyone to get excited about the Olympics at all. In fact, Jazzy Boy, total spending for the Games is expected to drop by a huge 90% this time around. And that's without counting any expected losses to tourism. So what is the key learning here? The show must go on. Well, that's what the Japanese Prime Minister has been saying. (laughs) But Toyota is picking the people over the profits. Ah, yes. AKA becoming the people's champ of Japan. (laughs) Get this, Brett. Around 60 Japanese companies have paid more than 3 billion US dollars for sponsorship rights to the 2021 Olympics. But now, those 60 Japanese corporations are facing a tough decision over whether to link their brands to the Olympic Games. Pierre de Coubertin would be rolling (laughs) around in his grave. (laughs) Toyota said... We don't want to risk being out of step with the good people of Japan. So they're thinking, no thanks, we're out for advertising on this one. Yep. Justin, how good would it be if your favourite podcast gave you $100 for doing almost nothing? All you need to do is save 25 bucks. And we have three winners who have won $100 this week. Who have we got, Brett? We've got Gracie from New South Wales. We've got Mitchell from New South Wales. And we have Im Kim Kui from Victoria. If you want to play and have the chance to win 100 bucks this week or the Big Kahuna 250 grand, Download the Flux app from the Google Play Store or the App Store. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.